Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. One of the truths about law enforcement officers is that they're never really off-duty. I mean, of course, if a police officer is out on their day off and they see someone breaking the law, you can bet something will be done. And if they're in their take-home patrol car, they're most likely going to do whatever it is they need to do to make sure the criminal is, at the very least, detained until on-duty officers show up. Like, say, Halloween night near Las Vegas, when Nevada Highway Patrol Trooper Britta Fresh saw what was later found to be a drunk driver going the wrong way on I-15, she activated the lights and sirens while off-duty and safely brought the wrong-way driver to a stop, then waited for on-duty officers to finish the investigation. Even though she was on the way home from a Halloween party. Even though she was dressed in costume. So you can imagine the surprised look on the face of the drunk driver when he got pulled over by a Star Wars storm trooper. <laughs> I'd have a surprised look sober if that happened, Cliff. <laughs> Well, tomorrow, as you mentioned, Cliff, Election Day, yep. and I found out through my contacts yes. with the uh, bad food industry that Krispy Kreme will be giving out free donuts on Election Day. You just tell oh, really? them that you voted. Hmm. By the way, exercising my right to vote, Cliff, yeah. it's the only exercise I plan on getting <laughs> this week. Imagine that. I'm marking that down <laughs> in my exercise journal as yeah. a full-day workout for me. <laughs> So okay. when I look back at it later on, I'll be so you, proud. Yep, there's the day I exercised. There's right the there. day I did. Yes, I did. Earlier, Cliff, this morning we mentioned, or at least I mentioned, about uh, exercising my right to vote tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're counting that as a workout. Yes, I am. <laughs> and uh, that prompted this voice message here. Okay. Top of the morning to you, Bill McGregor. If you go to exercise your right to vote, uh, can you actually reach the buttons to vote there? Yes, I can reach the buttons. Do they have to make a, accommodations for you? Okay. Let me just tell you how this is, Cliff. Okay, okay I didn't ahead. want to bring this up, but it's been going yeah. on for a long time. Yeah. I go to the Fisher-Price voting booth that's set up there. <laughs> I didn't know they had one. Yes, they, well, most people don't notice it because they're the right size of arm length they can get to everything. <laughs> I have yet to been able, I have yet to be able to go to the adult voting booth. It's kind of like a Thanksgiving dinner when you're at the kids' table. That's the way I feel. But one of these days, Cliff, one yep, of these one. days, yep. I'm going to graduate from the Fisher-Price voting booth. <laughs> to the big to the big boy table. Oh, boy. And will I be excited when that happens? Well, there's no doubt that Yellowstone National Park is one of the most unique places on the face of this green earth. And when you put all of those unusual geologic features and wildlife together in one spot and then combine that with about 4 million visitors a year, you end up with a bunch of rules and regulations intended to keep those visitors safe. And you also end up with a few who think those rules apply to everyone but them. There's a reason why park rangers tell you to not approach the bison or elk or moose because they can and will kill you. But the far more dangerous feature in Yellowstone is... All the hot springs, geysers, and steam vents, it's, officials say, way more dangerous than wildlife. And in fact, in 2016, park officials say an Oregon man was killed when he tried to strip down and soak in a hot spring, not realizing there was more acid than water in the hot pool. 
But for some, apparently, the question remains. Can you cook a chicken in a pot in a geyser? The answer is, of course, yes. The temperature of some of those things, over 300 degrees. And, by the way, it's already been done in 2001 by some dumb cluck from a TV station from Seattle who climbed over a railing, dug a hole, and plopped a pot and a chicken in the hot dirt. Apparently, the latest violator was a guy from Idaho Falls who was caught with two chickens, two pots, and a group of nine people he was cooking for. Something that, by the way, will get you a $600 per chicken fine. I'm not a big fan of chicken, and I wouldn't eat that stuff, Cliff. There's just something about sticking it in the ground that I just... It well, it's just in a pot. It's I not end, like right I, in a... <laughs> I know. I know what you're saying, but it's just the thought of it. It's like, <laughs> if I have to eat it, I want it on a stove. That's... Have you ever eaten anything cooked over an open fire, like camping? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that as a no. <laughs> Cliff. Yes? Is it true that occasionally the chief of police here in Princeton actually listens to this mess we put out <laughs> Monday through he, Friday? Yes. Yes, because uh, usually, uh, I mean, I don't hear from him very often, but if there's some instance that he can work whatever we're talking about into an offer to use the taser on you that's when he texts me well i would <laughs> i've got an offer but i don't want to be tased with this oh okay you know okay. i'm yeah. i'm just saying i read this story yeah. that um yeah well i don't know which way to go i'm gonna go this way i just want to say yeah. cliff if the incidents ever happens here something yeah. should happen at country 98.1 when i'm alone in this room or in this building yeah. and i have to call the city police here in town to come Rescue okay. me from whatever's happening. Hopefully that what, never happens. That's right. But yes, because because when when you arrive at the ungodly hour that you arrive, you're the only one there for yes, several hours. For several hours. And so I'm yes. just saying, Cliff, if he's listening and no. they ever have to come in here and bust through the doors to rescue me for some <laughs> yeah. reason. Uh huh. Don't think that you and the men that you bring or the women that you bring in have yeah. to stop before you enter the building. And take your temperature before you come in. I'm not that worried about the virus. I'm concerned about it, but I'm not that worried about it. So, so, so when when did the radio station start implementing mandatory temperature checks when you arrived? Well, they didn't. Okay. But I'm saying in Japan, yeah, police were in the middle of a raid, and they all yeah. had to stop and have their <laughs> temperature stop. taken before they went in the building. <laughs> And I'm Apparently, just saying, yeah. What, whatever emergency was going on wasn't as important as making sure they all didn't have a fever. Yes, if I'm calling the Princeton Police Department, screaming and yeah. hollering about, "Come out yeah. here! Come out here!" I don't care about yeah. temperatures. You can be you can be 105 if you can still do the job. Yeah. Please yep. come in, and let's not have a temperature check outside mm -hmm. because huh, I can't believe you would stop Cliff on a raid and say, "Hold it, Mort." You're out. <laughs> Whip out your thermometers. Yeah. And on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning, the question is there, Cliff, yes. what odd sound drives you absolutely crazy? And my car has accumulated an odd <laughs> sound in the last two weeks that is driving me nuts. Okay. And somebody posted it, Penny did, yeah. the same exact thing. It's the wind oh. whistling through a car window. <laughs> You know, that just aggravating sound of the... Yeah. Oh, my. I literally go down the road in my car now. Yeah. And I have my ears stuck up by the windshield seals, <laughs> trying to go over as far as I can to see if I can decipher where this is. But when the wind blows from a different direction, the sound moves on me. 
and I don't know who can fix this. I'm, I'm not I'm smart not, enough to do this. I'm, I'm not sure myself. You almost like need a wind tunnel to. You think a body shop can do from. that? A who? A body shop? A bo- probably. I mean, that would be the only thing I could think of. Does it drive you nuts, or does your car not do that? Um, no, my car does not do that. <laughs> well, of course it doesn't. <laughs> of course it doesn't. I'll tell you what's interesting here at Country 98.1 this morning. What's that? A brand new chair for the studio. Wow. Yes. This thing wow. rolls around so free- so easily, Cliff. Yeah. That I have crashed into the back wall twice this morning with this brand new chair. <laughs> and to be Just honest turn with it you, over. Yeah. I'm a little bit uncomfortable in it. I'm not oh, complaining, but anytime yeah. you got something new, you're desperately trying to find your sweet spot on the seat, and I can't yeah. find the sweet spot in this seat yet. <laughs> no. I have had this thing up and uh-huh. down like a periscope this morning, trying to find out the proper spot so that you know you got the leg action on the floor. And I'm having right. a little trouble getting my feet to touch the floor in the the way I want them to touch. You know, your feet won't touch the floor. No, it's kind of um, it's a rather so, large chair. So you get it, you get it high enough where your arms reach the controls, and then your feet won't touch the floor. Exactly right. <laughs> and I've got a right leg already going numb on the back side because it won't touch the floor. But eventually, I'll get this one tore up like the last one. To where it'll yeah. be down low enough, Cliff, that I'll be able to touch everything and reach everything <laughs> like I should. We now some facts about a great catastrophe that befell the city of Dublin, Ireland in 1875. It's almost like one of those take-it-to-the-bank stories, except this is more entertaining. And it's about a disaster called, now, the Great Dublin Whiskey Fire. The cause of the blaze at Malone's Malt House is still unknown, but the fire ignited over 5,000 barrels of whiskey which exploded and left their contents pouring into the streets. Now, historians say the disaster claimed 13 lives, but none of the fatalities were because of smoke inhalation, burns, or any other direct contact with the fire. No, all the victims died from alcohol poisoning. It turns out there was a six-inch deep river of whiskey flowing down the street, and it was on fire as well. Citizens grabbed any container that they could to scoop up and drink their runaway booze, including taking off their own boots and filling those, and then bottoms up. By the way, the fire was eventually contained by the Dublin Fire Brigade when they made a large wall out of horse manure in the street. The whiskey flowed through. The fire eventually smoldered out. That's a very bad filtering process there That's for right. whiskey, Cliff. <laughs> well, Cliff, I got a text message here this morning that uh, okay. was asking if yeah. we were going to try another, in parentheses, exciting contest like our candy contest that we had <laughs> we we were much maligned for the candy con and we were just trying to have fun yes we were uh, yeah. really maligned about that and i thought you know what cliff what could be more exciting than a candy contest that we could do and i think i've got the answer how about a contest where yeah. we have our wonderful listeners and friends vote on their favorite side dish for Thanksgiving. Now, does that not rank up there oh, higher than a candy oh, contest? Oh, huh? my. Oh, 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 it's even worse. Yes, we could have mashed potatoes <laughs> going against yams or cranberry right. sauce. And, yeah. oh, we could drag this out the entire month, Cliff, till we find the number one side <laughs> dish for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I like this idea. Oh, my good. Yeah, you would. If I can, <laughs> If I can send you 
a breakdown of the brackets? Do you think, Cliff, we could do that too? Yeah, I could. I could. I could. I suppose if my arm were twisted, make some brackets up for Thanksgiving dinner side dishes that we yes. have a vote off for. Yes, because that's got to rank up there higher than the candy contest. It couldn't be any worse. Unexpected hostility this morning in our control room, Cliff. Oh, really? Yes. Over what? Over the um, side dishes for Thanksgiving. It's already started. <laughs> in got the a, control, at the radio station. Yes. Got a text wow. message. Okay. And our suggestion of doing this, the response yeah. was no, no, and hell no. Now, that's not the way to start <laughs> it off a contest. True. And I thought we had actually got a voice message, Cliff. Yeah. Uh, one of our wonderful listeners wanting to suggest one of the items to put on there. Okay. And I'm an idiot until I got to the end of this. Take a <laughs> listen to this. Okay. Time of the morning, Terry Phil McCracken. The, the number one side dish of Thanksgiving dinner has got to be wild turkey. Uh, who cares what we're eating? Just uh, give, me, give me another glass. You see, I thought we were actually talking about a wild turkey. And, of course, Phil would have to go down the drinking path. Well, I mean... <laughs> is he not Irish? <laughs> well, maybe we shouldn't do this after all, Cliff. I don't want to get maybe people excited about it. I mean, whenever you're saying no, no, and hell no, that's pretty pretty oh, adamant. Absolutely wrong. And then sent me a picture, and I'm assuming that the picture yeah. this gentleman sent me was of, you know, mashed potatoes. I'd hate to actually think that it's <laughs> what I think it is. Wow. I know it's only Monday. Okay, Cliff? Yeah. I know it's only Monday, but the votes have already been counted, and America has voted to bring back the McRib sandwich. That's right. Oh, yeah. One, oh, yeah. I've, one I've month from today, yes. it's coming out nationwide for the first time yep. in eight years. So we're messing around with the virus, still fighting that, but it's good to know that diabetes is on deck and ready to take over <laughs> at a moment's notice. <laughs> I don't know how they pulled this off, Cliff, last week, but they did it in Iowa, and I thought this was a really good idea. Well, what happened? Well, I know with the social distancing and stuff, I don't know how they did it, but they had what they called at a retirement home in Iowa yeah. a booze and tattoos cl <laughs> club. I read that. Is that not because exciting you, as can be? No, that's that's it's like, you know, you gotta you gotta hand it to those people. Who, I guess they're called activity directors. Yes, I mean they're always looking for something to. Um, keep the folks who live in assisted living entertained and booze and tattoos was a pretty good <laughs> that was a pretty good idea it's a really good idea what <laughs> what the premise was if yeah. you wanted to participate at the retirement yeah. home mm -hmm. they would uh, put on you a temporary yeah. tattoo yeah and if you let them do that yeah. then you got a real beer for your effort <laughs> and one guy there, yeah. I love this, he got pistols on each of his biceps so he could show all the ladies at the retirement <laughs> home his guns. <laughs> and that way he also, Cliff, yeah. got two beers instead of just one, oh, which is well, what, that's I mean, pretty good thinking. I, I'd go with two yes, tattoos I, to get two beers. Well, yeah. who, who wouldn't? Booze and <laughs> tattoos, that's pretty good. Here are the words, Cliff, that have come in by text message at 812-682-0520. Okay. In reference to the sides for Thanksgiving contest we're thinking about, just thinking about, the words I've picked out so far, Cliff, are catastrophe, stupid, 
lame. <laughs> Those are like the buzzwords for this contest. Those are the words I can actually say on the radio that have come <laughs> <No>. <laughs> in. Catastrophe, stupid, and lame. Yeah. Along uh-huh. with the comment, why do something that no one, and I mean no one, is interested in? <laughs> you see, I'll tell you why. Okay, yeah, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> Cliff and I <laughs> yeah. have a Ph.D. in yeah. doing something that nobody is interested in. That's right. It's called this program, The Morning Road that's Show. That's right. And that's why I read over the weekend that someone commented that um, they've had hangnails more entertaining than Weed and Cliff. Yes. <laughs> and I take that with a grain of salt and a lot of pride, Cliff, because not many people can say that it's yeah. so bad there's nobody interested. <laughs> We need a little bit more optimism and a lot less pessimism. That's what I'm shooting for. Oh, I totally understand. Yes. A little bit more optimism. Perhaps this will be the contest that we blow it out of the park. Okay, probably not, but it could be. Yeah, I think we're still, you know, trying to gain momentum. We flip the calendar over another month, Cliff, and get closer and closer to ending this year. Mm -hmm. November is World Vegan Month. Did you know that by any <laughs> I chance? I did not know that. Yes, celebrated all over the world. Yeah. Vegan month. I remember when I ate something very tasty at a vegan restaurant one time, Cliff. No, wait, hold it. Wait, wait. Hold it. You've, that you was a flower a... shop. I'm sorry, that wasn't a vegan restaurant. That was a flower shop I ate something really good at one time. Oh, no, you ate a... Really? Yes, yes. You, you must not have been to the, to the right places. I don't think I was, but it tasted pretty good. <laughs> it's time now. For take it to the bank. If I can find my paper, Cliff, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Here we go, here we go. You don't memorize this? Well, no, I I, I used to memorize it, and I thought, (sighs) you know, why put that much effort into it when I could just read it? (laughs) (laughs) You know, with my sharp memory. Well, with Halloween now behind us, Cliff, it's time now to get a head start on thinking about your Christmas gift shopping, if you haven't already, and whether you should fork over a bunch of money for some fancy wrapping in a store and i've done that before yeah but a new study has found that the effort might not be worth it as your actual friends tend to like badly wrapped presents more (laughs) than those packaged to perfection because you see and i never thought of this cliff yeah if you present your friends a beautifully wrapped present Research is claiming that creates high expectations from your friends of what you've actually got them inside the box. (laughs) So what's inside the box better be as awesome as the outside of the box. That's right. So if you let me wrap your presents, everybody will think, (laughs) I'm getting a dud. It doesn't matter what's in here. Expectations are low. And that's the way... I (laughs) repeat. Like this program, Cliff. That's the way I wrap my presents. Just like this program. Yes. So all of that... You can take straight to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Yes, apparently um, we threw a bunch of people under the bus today. All of them were named Weed and Cliff. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, well done. (laughs) Morning Roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. A PhD in doing something no one is interested in, a.k.a. the Morning Roadshow with Weed and Cliff. Yeah. (laughs) Number two, expectations are low, just like this program. Wow. Yeah. These are things we said to ourselves. Uh, that's true, yes. Yeah, the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. If you haven't done so, be sure and do it tomorrow. Exercising your right to vote, you can count that as a workout. 
<laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's a double workout. That's right. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.